Hi everyone, welcome to the comment. <laughs> I scared your dad. Yeah, good job. <laughs> welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, your mom, joined as always by a frightened your dad. Hi. <laughs> How's it going, your dad? It's better, getting better now. Sorry for the delayed podcast. We both had some stuff come up that urgently needed to be tended to yesterday, so we're recording today on Friday. Yep. The cocktail of the week, we're going non-alcoholic. Jared Dad didn't have one of these, but I made it for myself a couple nights ago. I was like, I've had too many Diet Cokes today. I would still like something cold and fizzy, but like maybe not alcoholic quite yet. And so I made myself a lime cherry soda. So I just took a can of LaCroix and I put it in a glass with some ice and then dumped in like a glug of grenadine and squirted some key lime juice out of the bottle. It was delish. You just put in the grenadine is like basically sugar. A little bit of lime juice till it's like the right level of sweet and tart. It was delicious. I had two. Grenadine's in a Shirley Temple, right? Uh, probably. Sprite and grenadine. Is yeah. Is it Sprite? I think so. It's also sweet, I think. It's very sweet. Yeah. If you don't have a bottle of grenadine, you can just use the stuff that your maraschino cherries are in. Oh, like the, that juice. That's basically grenadine. Yeah, delish. Like syrupy liquid. Yeah. So you're not doing root beer floats? We'll do that next week. It's Way to meal. spoil the surprise, GR Dad. Way to prime the audience to also listen next week. <laughs> Potato, potato. Uh, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> yeah, okay, so dog updates. Uh, I got a random Instagram ad who probably had heard me complaining that Guac needed some training because they listen <laughs> in on everything that you're saying. And uh, it was for this thing called the Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge, which is put on by this training <laughs> company. I mean, I think it's just like a pair of people in the UK, and they have these like online dog training programs. And so this is like 25 days to get your dog to think you're the most interesting thing ever. And even if a squirrel runs past, your dog just wants to pay attention to you. And so it was like 25 pounds or $30. And I was like, fine, like independent dog people in the UK. who Wait, don't... you have to pay for their secrets? Yeah, you pay. Uh, and so... It's not like you get tools. It's not like they send you snacks. There's You physically get no things. Yeah, you get nothing. Yeah, you pay 30 bucks and you get... Uh, so then they have like a daily video. So it actually started on the 23rd. I jumped in late. But so you start on day one and there's like a five minute video about like the basically the game or the exercise, the thing you're going to do that day. And then there's like a little PDF sheet that sort of talks about it. Um, and it's structured to have 20, 25 days of stuff. So we're on day three today. So day one is just stop feeding them out of a bowl. Like your dog wants to eat their food. So don't give them a bowl of food. Like now every piece of food that they have is a thing that you can use to do training with them, which is a thing I'd heard before, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do your plan. There's nothing harmful in this plan. I'm going to do it. And so for the first day, you just like feed them out of your hand. Try to get them to follow your hand around where you got a couple kibbles in it. During mealtime. During mealtime, yeah. So it's just breakfast and dinner instead of putting the bowl down for guac. You, if you've paid close attention to the snaps, you've seen that instead of putting his food down, I'm not putting it down. And that's because I go out there with the bowl. And then the first day, I just would like hand him three pieces and then he'd eat them and then I'd hand him three more. Sometimes I'd hold him off to the left. Sometimes I'd hold him off to the right. And then... You're just trying to be sexier than a squirrel. You know, you're, you're getting him to the point. And so yesterday was to get them to chase you around. So you're supposed to put like a table or like a recycling bin or something. And then 
you'll like run around one side and they're supposed to chase you. And then, you know, you give, you don't make them oh, chase that's you a, a good lot. idea. Uh, so it's funny. I took walk outside one. I think I hurt my foot doing it cause I'm not used to like basketball, like fast back and forth Cuts, movement. Yeah. So that was stupid, yeah. stupid way to hurt yourself. Um, but I took him down to like the base of the stairs outside, right? That come up the front of the house. And so we're like running around there. And too big, too big. <laughs> so he'd like chase me. And then at some point he's like, I'm just going to run up the stairs five steps. And then I can look out on either side yeah. and see her. Uh, so we did some of that. We finally went like out on the, there's like a little patio um, on the ground level outside. And there's a, like a beach chair out there. And so we were running around that and what? Still growls at the ball. Could you put kick it in his mouth? It's it's like two inches from his mouth. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so we did that, and uh, so that was good. And then today they've got a cute name for it. But basically, what you do is you take their food, and so like I'll stand there, and then I'll take a kibble and I'll toss it off like six feet to the right, and then they go get it, and then they come back. They come back, and so as soon as they eat it and turn to look at you you go yes and then take another kibble and you throw it off the other way and they go chase it and then they turn back to look at you right so now like on this third day you're starting to go like oh okay i see i'm teaching them that like whenever i do a thing that you know they should look at me because i've i've always got cool stuff Mm -hmm. keep looking to me keep looking to me and you're gonna get a lot of good stuff and you don't just have to do these during mealtime but the idea is really that it's like five minutes a day you can spend like doing this stuff and it progresses over the course where it's just these kind of like little games that are supposed to be like fun and engaging and uh playful i can't see guac because he's under the table i just see dad gr dad like making some faces and moving his arms around guac is being needy for ball playing oh well okay so anyway that's we're trying that with guac so uh we'll see at the end of 25 days, if he's more attentive. We now think he's pretty smart, just looks dopey. Yeah, and he's doing a good job. I mean, he's every every day you kind of tell he's a little more relaxed and is doing good. So, I mean, we just updated on Monday, but there you go. That's guac. He is as rock obsessed in the water as Hops used to be. Hops is kind of off that now. Now Hops has realized there are fish yeah. that move on their own. It's awesome. <laughs> she watches those, but... Guac is still at the point where she goes in there and she like uses her paw to turn over every rock she can get. And it's like, can I put that in my mouth? Could I put this in my mouth? Yeah, he does take him out of the water. And then he'll, uh, or he'll stick his whole head under the water and get, get a rock. He often comes in with a fully wet head. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see. Swizz is having some issues. She, uh, I mean, she was, you know, she came to us like from many years of starvation. So she's always been a little hyper about her food, but it has gotten a lot worse and her hyperness has expanded to other things. So like, and I think we maybe talked about this a little bit on Monday that like when we, when I make dinner now, we give them dinner first. So she has just eaten, but if we have dinner, if we let her out on the patio, she barks at us the whole time. If we leave her in the house, she barks at us the whole time. Um, we did have one really good dinner where she was asleep, and because she's deaf, she didn't wake up <laughs> when it was time, and so we very quietly like crept outside and then ate without being barked at, <laughs> and it was really nice. Um, so we have made some progress. I tried giving her a Kong with a little bit of peanut butter in it a few days ago, and 
brought her outside with us and she got that Kong and, and I did it last minute so it wasn't even frozen. And that kind of worked for the entirety of dinner. She was kind of getting her thing. So we have like six more Kongs on the way from Amazon whenever they get here. So kind of everybody gets a little post-dinner Kong and she will be able to have hers out you know, with us away from everybody else. But we think that she's having just like generally increased anxiety. And I thought maybe it was because, you know, the boys both came and there were a lot of changes. But I don't know that that's it. She just gets like sort of frantic. Yeah, she's she's not really only food obsessed when she does yeah. this. It's more um, she just gets herself worked up and doesn't know what to do except to bark. I mean, it's a very weird self reinforcing process yeah and you can't really calm her down like, no you try to pet her and she kind of ducks away and then jumps around some more and, and gets worked up again yeah it's, it's a weird it's a weird thing and i mean it's a kind of anxiety that we have seen with rescues and and fosters before where like they're just anxious and panicky why don't we hang on let me pause we're gonna put guac outside because he's being a dick <laughs> all right guac is out on the porch now thanks to your dad um so anyway I like the more it's been going on with Swizz and I think it has been getting worse and that's not because things have been more tense with Chief Brody or Guac. They are getting much more relaxed. There's like any tension that was here when they both came in has really dissipated. It's everyone's much more mellow except for Swizz. I don't think it actually has to do with them. I think it's probably like a you know, she's 14, she's almost 15. Yeah. Like a dementia. She, she's focused of some some of it on guac sometimes, where she wants to play with guac sometimes. But that's she would probably do that with hops or or vink too if it weren't guac. I don't think it's guac yeah, triggering I don't, it. I don't think it's that. I mean, I think if he's excited, she'll get excited with him. Mm-hmm. But there's times where he's asleep and she's still doing yeah. stuff. So yeah. I, I don't I don't think that's it. I think I think it's independent. She gets excited with guac sometimes, and she's also having this anxiety that has nothing to do with him. So uh, we're taking her to the vet tomorrow and hopefully getting her on some anti-anxiety meds. Uh, they kind of give use all the same ones with dogs that they do with people. So Valium, Prozac, yeah. something. We use them for hop sometimes when she's driving because she gets all freaked out. Yeah, we have Xanax for her, which is a little more of like a short-term yeah. thing that can really tire them out. But, uh, you know, I think we've said before, my dog... Kay, one of my previous dogs, had a brain tumor, and they put her on Valium because it also it would help with the seizures. Uh, but it also made her such a better dog. <laughs> just like she was so much more relaxed and happier, and just like content with life being on the Valium. Uh, so I'm hoping, and it, you know, the vet that we see here. I mean, we see a, a few different vets in the practice, but Dr. Sean is our main guy, and he's great. Um, he's always like better living through chemistry like let's try something mm-hmm. like let's do it and see what happens but it's based on evidence and oh no he's, he's, he's really sharp yeah. yeah um but he never he's not the kind of guy who's going to be like well you know i think really you just need to like find a trainer and like he knows we know what we're doing introduce calm into your house yeah. <laughs> like and we don't need a lecture guys we, we know how to do we're, we're trying all of that yeah uh and you know, we're finding some stuff that works, but if she's anxious all the time, it'd be great to like, sometimes you just need to regulate that brain chemistry and it makes things better. And I think that's the point that she's at. So and she's 14. She's, let's, let's let her have a, a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the Swizz update. Uh, Chief Brody is doing good. I ordered, so I got to say, I wish I had more likes on the picture of him that I posted yesterday. Because <laughs> you think you're awesome. It is the... 
just my favorite dog picture where I bought on Etsy a perfect replica of the Jaws Beaches Closed sign. Oh, the Amityville Beaches Closed sign. It's just such Amity. a classic. <laughs> Amityville has a horror. Oh, yeah. Amity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not horror. Just Jaws. Yeah. And uh, I also got like a Amity Police patch, which is the same as what was on Chief Brody's uniform in the movie. He had like a little khaki uniform, so I got a khaki bandana. I put the patch on it. So I had like our Chief Brody in the dog equivalent of a Chief Brody uniform with the beach's clothes sign on the beach. I think everyone has to understand how much you love that movie, first of all. Like yeah. it comes from a background of you probably knowing that movie by heart. I do. And also it's because it's the best movie. Of course. I, it all goes. I'm not yeah. disagreeing with any of this, but that's the background to all of this, right? This isn't just yeah. a casual thing where you like it came into your head one day. No, you've had, you own that DVD. You own like 12 DVDs and that's one of them. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe six. Maybe you own six. And that's one of them. <laughs> There's a few that people have given me that huh. are in there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm very pleased with that little project. I have many plans for the beaches closed sign. In fact, after the pictures, I turned it towards the water cause I thought it would be funny. And I saw, you know, three or four boats go past and they all s clearly read the sign and were looking at it and no one, like, no one gave a reaction that was like, please, oh my God, they have the jaws sign. That's so funny. They were like, what, why do they have a beaches closed sign in their yard? Yeah, and I was like, funny. all right, well, I'm turning it around so I get to look at it because it makes me smile. I think it's a rough audience. It. This is not the audience. Whatever. I, I, now it's my sign, so yep. I get to see it. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's doing great. Vink is Vink. Vink doing the same thing. She's maintaining uh, weight, her lower weight. Yes. She and Swizz are both right at 59 still, so good job. Nice and skinny, real easy to bring up and down the stairs. Yeah, I ventilate her now, sometimes going down because I think it hurts her elbows. Yeah. And uh, Hops, I assume she's still out in the water. Yeah, can't maybe. really see her from I mean, here. She's looking at fish, probably. Just looking at the fish. So everybody's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the dog update. Uh, taste of the keys for this week. All right. So everything's closed in the Keys, obviously, but so there's a Dolphin Research Center on Grassy Key down here in the Keys. It has a big, like, 30-foot dolphin fiberglass sculpture out in front. Yeah, it's, it's a little old-school touristy. Yeah, I mean, they have, like, dolphin shows where they, like, jump out of the water. Oh, and the, show, the place may be, fun, may be research, right? But that 30-foot dolphin is, like, something you'd expect in Vegas or something. I mean, they do have, they do also have, like, old-school dolphin shows and oh. stuff at the place. So they do... Uh, it's like an aquarium, and, uh, and they do research there. Like, there's a lot of marine biologists there, but they also have, like, a dolphin show and everything. So at 1 p.m., so we're actually right now while we're recording... Seven days a week on Facebook Live, you can go to the Dolphin Research Center and they do a live version of their show, live from the lagoon. Oh, live streamed. That's yep. cool. They live stream it. So they've got like the trainers and the aquarium staff and they swim with the dolphins and then you can't like people get wet. You won't get splashed. You, you could wear a poncho if you want to, <laughs> uh, but not necessary. And uh, yeah, because it's like, you know, they can't have people in there, but you know, they still want to do stuff, so... And the dolphins are probably still practicing, and they still have to train them. Yeah, so the staff is all there. So it's not, you know, it's not every day, like, the same, like, dolphin jumps through the hoop 
dolphin jumps for a fish kind of thing. It's, it's a little more organic than that. Um, but there's like different stuff and you see, you know, the dolphins like getting trained and played with and fed and get some dolphin info. So if you want to have a little extra taste of the keys, Facebook Live, the Dolphin Research Center. It's content. Everyone it's content. wants content right I now. I love all these live streams that there are. I think it's great. I, I mean, the best one that we have watched was definitely the Dropkick Murphys concert <laughs> live Saint on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, um, from Boston. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but with no audience, it was it was clearly social distancing. Yeah, there were like four guys there that were like, we're helping them. <laughs> that was it. Um, so that was really good. And then, you know, we're obviously doing a much less exciting sunset live stream pretty much every day. Yeah, we can't make the sun do anything but go down. It goes down <laughs> pretty much the same time every day. Kind of, st- the sun sets at like 7.30, 7.40. And Jen has explained to me that it's not actually the sun going down, but it hasn't quite taken, you know. I'm, I'm sure there's something more to it and it's some earth rotation thing. Oh, but, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, the sun looks like it's going down. <laughs> you don't want to hurt your pretty little head with all that science. That's what you say. <laughs> That's what you tell me. So we're doing that. Matt from Rebate Dogs is doing a lot of afternoon live streams with Zoe. Um, I'm telling you, they just sleep. <laughs> yeah, his, they mostly sleep. A lot of people are like, are we going to get to see the dogs? And occasionally, like after the sunset or whatever, I'll like take the live stream into the house and show the dogs for a few minutes. But usually if you see a dog from that angle, it's a mistake and you should tell us because it's guac escaping. Yeah, like it's probably guac oh, that'd be really setting bad. out for Key West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, like we keep the live stream muted and I don't bring it in the house because like one, uh, you know, we don't want to say anything like upsetting on the live stream. Uh, and two. Yeah. You curse sometimes. <sighs> yeah. I know. <gasps> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, but yeah, also, I mean, a lot of it's just boring. And like, you get the best of everything that happens every day on the snaps. Like, we're both primed to like, anytime there's something interesting, we just like hit record. And, you know, <laughs> and then we delete a lot of it if it's not good. But it doesn't we, pan out. Yeah. We, we're ready to share everything interesting with you. And yeah. so. So uh, you can imagine the stuff we don't share. It just isn't that interesting. No, <laughs> and the, like, the dogs, like, Maybe they're sleeping, but a lot of times they just move around. Yeah. And so, like, I, I'll, oh, you can watch Vink sleep. Cool. And then in five minutes, she'll get up and she'll sleep somewhere off camera. And then you're just looking at the floor or I have to move the camera all the time. Because so we tried this. What was it, three years ago? We were doing some, like, I would put the live stream on when I'd leave for work. And yeah. so it would just run for, like, four hours. And it'd be, there'd be people commenting occasionally, like, oh, Vink just yawned. Yeah, but a lot of times there'd be no dogs in no. the frame. Uh, it, it captures the entire living room, and you could see, like, the foot of, like, one dog yeah. way off in the distance. It's almost like Hobbs figured it out and was like, I'm going to now sleep in the living room, in the like, dining room. You guys, I know you sleep in here all the time, but no. So it just it was pretty dull. So anyway, uh, yes, Delvin Research Center live stream. Awesome. Pretty good. Uh, your dad, you get a German word of the week for us? Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a weird one. It's actually Swiss. Technically, I've been following the Swiss Army Instagram thing. Don't they speak German you in Switzerland? You think they do also speak German? And I mean but French. they also speak Swiss German, which is enough different. I mean, if you get someone like from the Caribbean, pigeon, you know, they're like the same words, kind of, but in different order. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I listen to some of these guys on the, the Instagram and I don't know what they're saying. I, I replay it three times and I'm not sure what they're saying. Interesting. And then they repeat it in French and Italian, yes. <laughs> But yeah, no, they can switch to German, high German, you know, and but German, then they German. have their Swiss German, and it and it is there are some different words, some are more French words, they, but some so it are, is a sort of 
like French German hybrid in ways? Uh, yeah, but that's not the only difference, right? Yeah. They also use a lot more guttural. It sounds a little bit more Dutch in some ways. Interesting. It is, and when they go fast, holy mackerel! <laughs> it's uh, it's hard for Germans to to follow. So they had they talked about the Küchenchef und Offizierschule, which is weird. But they have a the Swiss Army has a chef school for sergeants. Und Offizier is the equivalent kind of of a broad range of sergeants, non commissioned officers. That's about where I would have ended up with that. Yeah, like, but they have a Küchenchef Schule, which is like way to go, Swiss Army, because they're all you know now helping civilians and stuff. Like so a kitchen chef school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Which is like, that's pretty cool. Can so I say the whole word again? Küchenchef Unteroffizierschule. So that's kitchen chef officer school. Yeah. 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 Or very sergeant specific. School. It seems yeah. like a very specific institution. Yeah. And that, that Küchen has like an umlaut on it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, if you don't put the umlaut, it's Kuchen, which is cake. Which is also good. <laughs> cake chef. Cake chief. Also good. <laughs> cake boss school. Uh, yeah. That, <laughs> that sounds great. Sounds good. I don't think the Swiss Army has that. Although, <laughs> you know, they do love their desserts, so maybe they do. Maybe they have a <laughs> dessert officer school. <laughs> oh, my God. That should get you to join the Swiss Army right uh, there. Plus, you get that cool knife. They do for the officers, <laughs> you know, for the Swiss officers. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us for this slightly belated podcast. Uh, we're also going to record a murder podcast tonight. Every day is Monday. It, it doesn't matter anymore. I know. <laughs> uh, but I do try to keep the content flowing. So, yep. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be on time next week. Thanks for bearing with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, until then, don't put anyone unless they ask you to. Yep. Don't get that close that you would even have to ask. Good idea. Bye. Bye.